Well, it's time for In The Chains, the UK-based podcast for amateur disc golfers. Get ready for course reviews, disc reviews, and the latest news and updates from the disc golf world. Your hosts will also talk about their own progression and have a lot of fun along the way. And now, here they are, two Brits and one Yank. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of In The Chains. With me tonight, as always, we have Mr. Joshua Birmingham, Birmingham Slam. How's it going? What's up? With his Texas whiskey in, his, in hand, C- courtesy of, uh, um, in sort of commemoration of Waco. That's it. That's it. Uh, and we also have Mr. Thomas Bowen. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you wait for me to when get you- out of you. No, no, no. When you first when you first started off, I thought you were asking a question, but it was that long ago. I can't remember what it was. Brilliant, <laughs> excellent. What? What? That was my little nugget. Yeah, I love it. Love it. More, more of them, please. Those yeah, yeah, yeah. top quality. Right. Um, so, what have we? We always start with what have we been up to. So we'll start with Mister Josh. Well. I've had an interesting week. I had the norovirus, which you don't believe in, Duffy. Uh, it's, um, yeah, it's a myth, I think. Yeah, I think I picked even it up from you, one of the... Even though you use that for an excuse as to why you can't go to work, Duff. <laughs> yeah. Talk, yeah, hope, your talk, boss doesn't listen to this show, does she? No, no. Talking okay. about talking about myths. Nobody listens to the show, Josh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> talking about myths. Um, just one, because we always have a conspiracy in each week. I was watching a, a conspiracy documentary this week, and it was about uh, a group that their their name is bir- birds aren't real. And that oh, they're, yes, yes. they're, they're drones yes. in the sky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, and when they sat, they sat on power lines yeah. and charging. Yeah, they I do, swear they we died nah, about this before. Nah, they, they're real. They, they steal your chips when you're at the beach and stuff. They died That's ages ago. That's what they ago. wanted to think. They died ages <laughs> ago and they were replaced by drones, surveillance drones. That's if amazing. You see, if you see them sat on pylons, it's because they're charging up again. They're recharging. So, <laughs> interesting thought, isn't it? I was going to say, I'm pretty sure my mom hit a turkey when we were kids in the car and just blasted it into a million pieces. So, I'm, it was a real bird. Yeah. A big turkey. There was no... Ma- what? Like a big turkey, an adult oh, turkey. Oh, sorry. I thought you said a big turd. I was like, uh, no. But yeah, a huge you turkey. Got, you got turd on your mind anyway. <laughs> that, Always. That's just... Uh, you, your turkey story is just the Mandela effect in action. Have you heard, have you heard of that? <laughs> no. Have you heard of that, Bowen? Where you remember something Somebody dying. happened, but it never happened. Or, so, yeah, something happening. So so the Mandela effect is people were like adamant, loads of people were adamant that Mandela had died. And I remember seeing like a state funeral and it all on the news and all this sort of stuff. And he, he was like, he hadn't died or anything. And it's like... Is well, Mandela still alive? No, nah, he died, didn't he? <laughs> sorry, that was that was a bad joke. I should, we shouldn't take the piss out of that, but I'm well, sorry. I can't decide what to talk about now. Killing the turkey in the car. How big or... was it? How big was it? It was huge. And my mom, like my mom, was taking us all home from school. She was a teacher at my school as well, so we had like other kids from the school that are friends of ours going home. And 
she's we saw it this is like this country road and it's like you know quarter mile up ahead she's like oh it'll move she never slowed down and we we're like mom it's not moving she's like it'll move probably run out and of battery boom just feathers just surrounded the car yeah why why you, pick, you, you mean <laughs> batteries and <laughs> did you did you pick it up no it, it was nothing to pick up we just kept going see in this were you in a were it, you in a pickup no, it was a station wagon. Was, did it you know, do like any da- Did it do any damage to the car? Nah, it was just back in the day when they made cars out of real metal, wood, the, the wooden paneling <laughs> on the <laughs> yeah. side. Yeah, <laughs> we um, a bloke I used to work with used to wear uh, pickup roadkill, but like you, if you kill it, I don't know. If it's the same in America, but if you kill it in your car, you can't pick it up, but the next person along can. Oh wow! So, but it, and that's what he used to do. He used to pick it up and eat it. Oh god! Yeah. Mental, yeah, no way. Uh, anyway, so how did you get, how did you get so, on yeah. with the norovirus? Not so good. Um, I had it from like Tuesday to Saturday morning-ish, basically. Uh, lost like two or three pounds. Like I didn't eat like a proper meal the whole week. Couldn't keep it down. And uh, anything that did go down and stayed down came out liquid on the other end, which is probably too much information. But um, just to you know, give you guys a sense of what I was dealing with. Um, but then, uh, you know, got better basically. And my wife kicked me out to the couch all week to sleep because she didn't want to get sick. She's so pregnant. And like, yeah, I can't imagine being pregnant and like sick at the same time. That'd be like the worst thing ever. So anyway, uh, got better Sunday, played the last, um, winter handicap league, got the number one tag, um, uh, for Croydon. So I, I feel pretty that. good about that. Did you have to do any and stupid, do you, you have to do any stupid challenges to, uh, defend it? No, no. So we did handicap for the money that we paid, you know, like five pounds yeah. a piece for. So I didn't win that because there was a guy there with like a 30 handicap and I have a three <laughs> handicap. So I was like, I was never going to take that. But I was more excited about the tag, to be honest. So we did scratch scores for that. How um, long until the tags finish or have they just started? They just started back up. So now that, you know, Blair's pregnant and this kid's about to pop out, I basically keep the one tag for the rest of the year. Yeah. Because I'm never going to play again. disappear, yeah, just disappear, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have a great excuse. Uh, but yeah, so, sorry, Adam Keen, you lost. <laughs> <laughs> Who did you beat for the tag? It was Adam Keen. Oh, it yeah, was yeah, Adam yeah. Keen. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. He just said, sorry, Adam Keen, you lost. <laughs> Who did you beat for the tag? <laughs> um, oh. But yeah, it was funny, because I didn't, I didn't think I was going to play very well, because I was coming off the bench, essentially. Um, but first so round... You're coming off the toilet. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, it was pretty good. My putting was really, really good actually, and uh, we got Wembley coming up I was gonna this say, weekend. Yeah, you got the, you got your so, first tournament of the year this weekend. Are you in? Are you in, Josh? Yeah, I'm in. Um, yeah, there's only seven oh. in the MPO, but hopefully uh, Connor McHale gets in. He's I think he's like number one on the waiting list right now. So give me some competition. Ollie had a ghost sign up, didn't he? Did you see that on the uh, Facebook did. page? Yeah. Some, ra- some random name. Someone signed, signed up with a fake name. I don't understand I, what that's about. IP Freely. Yeah, what's that about? Like, what's I the advantage to someone doing that? I don't know. I, you, I just, you, it seems like a weird if, scam. If it's something childish, you're better off asking Bowen. Bowen <laughs> would probably give you a, a good idea of why that would have happened. We did. It what this a hundred percent wasn't me because I'm not like this anymore. But 
one year at our American football end of season do, they set up a Google document so that you could choose what meal you want for your menu for what you wanted to eat. And I think I put in 30 different names like and made up menus. And <laughs> basically, they had to scrap it all and start again. They were absolutely few. So that, that, there there you go. That's why I said, ask, if you want to know the reason why somebody's being childish, ask Bowen. <laughs> if, if there's anyone that you want to screw... Not, no, 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 let's not go there. Ollie, <laughs> I promise it wasn't me. <laughs> and I think it's a bit stupid for when there's money involved. But when you're like with a group or something, there's an easy way to wind people up. Just then, if you've got the time, just enter a load of options on a fucking Google document. The only thing I can think is that someone didn't want someone else to play, so they entered a fake name to keep them on the waiting list. But like, (laughs) (laughs) that's so specific, Josh. I know. know. But that's literally the only thing it could be. Like, what are you gaining from that? And you, oh, Josh, was this was this you to keep yourself on the waiting list? No, I'm 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 excited to play it. I think it's going to be uh, my last tournament for at least a few months, or, or a couple months. You played the last um, year, didn't you? Where, what, how, yeah. did you, how did you get on last year? Second, third. I got third. Third. That was the span of tournaments where my first three tournaments I got third, third place, place, which is three is my favorite number, but it quickly became my least favorite number because. <laughs> um, I think why um, don't you make one your favourite number? Well, I might have to change the tattoo. If if mm. Parslow won it, I think didn't he last year? The no, MPA. it was Connor, and then Parslow was second. Second, right? I, I remember. I, had, Par, I remember going to watch Parslow put on the the eighteenth uh, the eighteenth hole, and he made it. Yeah, and he made it from quite. Because we would have been tied second. Yes, that's right. That's I, right. I, I remember think we that. were standing next to each other. Yeah. Um. But no, I um, I actually had three spit outs either in the last round or the two rounds combined to not tie Connor to go to a playoff. Like dead center spit outs. It was like the saddest thing. So it was like too many threes were happening. I almost lost it. No, mm. that, that'll be uh, good, yeah. So this, anyway, is, this, whiskey. Is, this is the part, Josh, where you ask us how we what we've been up to. Yeah, oh, dead, yeah, dead silence. No, no, it's fine. It's, it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> Yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, what's the, should we go to the news? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, Duffy, what have you been up to? Thank you. Um, <laughs> we, uh, me and Bowen, we went along to the first event of the Great Western Tour. Now, Bowen's going to moan at me, but it's impossible to talk about it without giving anything away. I, no, do you know what? I've decided that as long as you just give away team results, that that's allowed. Okay. Because... It's pretty pathetic. We go, you're in the news yeah. every week. When <laughs> We've got to talk about yeah. it in the what we've been doing section. So Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so it was the first Great Western Tour event, uh, which was the Staffordshire Open, which was being played at Litchfield. So they brought it They brought it forward, um, I believe, because of the course closing down, uh, supposedly in April, the start of April. Um, but I'm not sure whether it's still there's still a chance that we can uh, we can sort of save the course. So I think it's definitely worthwhile. I'm just going off topic because it's quite important to fill the survey out if you haven't. It's on the Litchfield Facebook group, and I think it's been posted on the British Discord Facebook I think group. We sh- did we share? We it shared as well, it, and a couple of other we places shared it, it. 
should we put in postcodes that correspond with the location uh, of the course? Yes and no. I think both are valuable because I think one, it says that local people are playing it, but two, if people are coming out of area, it's adding to the economy in the town and the city. So I don't think it matters too much. Um, but yeah, if you could, you could always do two, can't you? <laughs> That's what yeah, I did. This, yeah. one with this my is where you can one. use. I was going to say, this is where you can use my tactics and yeah. Google documents. <laughs> you, can use I, you, you can use IP freely. <laughs> nice. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, so so that's important. But, yeah, so we, we played the... It was the Staffordshire Open, it was called. And um, there was all the divisions from sort of MA1 down. Uh, and it was a really good day. So the weather held off. Uh, it was very windy. Very windy. It was like British champs windy. Um and uh, there was some the disc was doing some weird stuff. Um, <laughs> it was on that par four, wasn't it? You know the par four with the OB green. You 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 threw. Oh, I can't remember what number, but you threw it. It's it was a tiny bit of a dog leg left, and if you threw it out to, I threw one out right a little bit, and it was a it was a Casaplast lot. And it just sort of threw it, and it just flipped over out of nowhere. It just hit a bit of wind and just flipped over. It was doing weird stuff, wasn't it? And uh, yeah, so um, yeah, so we, we played that. We we didn't actually play on the same card, me and Bowen. Uh, had some good card mates. We played obviously mixed it up in the first round, and then the second round was on on our card. I was in the lead card and MA three for the first time in forever. Um, and on the card we had Matt Lee. Uh, from In The Chains team and John Hood who's part of the In The Chains family uh, and so we had like three out out of the four all from In The Chains uh, which is pretty which is pretty good um, and then yeah so me John and Matt all played really really well uh, Matt took the lead and, and kept it basically from quite early on and took home his first win which he was is uh, pretty excited about um, and then yeah. uh, and then me and John finished uh tied second which again compared to the previous tournament it was um it was a lot better i felt more comfortable I felt a lot lot better even with the wind i felt a lot more comfortable and um with the envies yeah yeah the envies put put in was pretty decent if i was missing it was went by much at all but i was saying to bone on the way back in the car the difference is not necessarily whether I'm making them every single time, but like if I get a put anywhere inside circle, like on the edge of circle one, for instance, before I would go up to it and I would have like honestly probably about five percent confidence of me making it. Whereas now I feel like it's like fifty fifty or sixty sixty forty in favour of getting it. Even if I don't get it, I still feel like really confident about it, and it's like I feel like that makes a difference. That the confidence going up to him is what makes is what makes a difference. But I just feel really good about like putting it at the minute. So yeah, and I, I played played pretty well. Um, and uh, it was it was a good tournament. Uh, we had uh Sammy Avaluatu in. MA1 who had not the best of rounds uh, first of all and then second round he hit uh, two under uh, with a nine on one of the holes so on the you said it was at the first hole he took a nine it was like the third or fourth hole I think that he played was it was it a par four or was it a par three I can't, I can't remember. remember no I can't remember 
It must have been some OBs thought, yeah, and bunkers. No, it, was, or, it, yeah. was, it was hole four. Uh, it was actually hole four, and I think he was on... He started on one, so I think it was his fourth hole, I believe. And um, but yeah, so he took a, he took a nine on a par four, but still ended up with minus two, which takes some doing really to like like blank that out your mind and just carry on and not let that beat you up. Because even he said like a few like a year or so ago that would have beat that would have beaten him. That would have been it. But, That's yeah, seven seven birdies to uh, overcome that. That's pretty good. But uh, yeah, so his scorecard looked really good except for that one hole. Um, so he, yeah, he had, but he had a good time anyway. Uh, and then Bowen uh, rolled out for a tournament for it makes a change, and uh, nice. he, did, he did all right. He did all right. We finished. I didn't. I didn't do very well. Twelve out of fifteen in MA four. Yeah, uh, well, that- which he he says I didn't do. I didn't do all right. I didn't do very good. But whenever like when we was warming up, he was he was throwing much better, and also um, like. I think you're forgetting, like, fucking 72 over at Bedworth and finishing bottom last. Did it feel like that? Finishing last, like, every tournament that you played for about four or five in a row. So, like, it's got to feel better than that, like, just not finishing last. I threw threw well in practice. I had... And the thing is, this is going to sound really bad. Like, I had loads of just... Bad luck, like you know. I threw like on the on my first hole. I started on number eight, and it's quite an easy hole, isn't it? But I threw an all right shot to start off with, and then I had like a fifty sixty footer, and I chained out for birdie. And it's like I know, and and I was thinking this is going to be a good day. I had so many chain outs. I had some where you sh- the whole disc hit the chain. Yeah. Like it's not like I, it I just glanced it. I had I had band hits and I had somewhere I threw some I threw this beautiful backhand and I'm not joking it would have been a, like a ninety hundred meter drive no fucking joke but I just I just missed my line by like a couple of feet and brushed a tr- and hit a tree like hit a branch and it's just like I lost my head like I didn't do I was just unlucky on the first round the second round I was playing like crap. So I decided halfway through, you're going to hate me for this, Josh. I've given up. I said, right. I said to my card mates, I said, I'm going to throw a thumber every drive now. Every pot is going to be a turbo. And then if I miss that turbo, I'm going to throw a left-handed pot. What? And you, Just because I'd lost my head. And you didn't and you know, come in last. I scored better doing that. <laughs> than I did <laughs> playing normal golf. I don't hate it. It makes me laugh. It's amazing. I, th- I think I put too much pressure on myself when I'm playing and I lose my head. Yeah. And then I try and make up for it if I hit a bad shot. Uh, one one hole, it was, uh, it was, it was 100 and something metres, let's say 110 metres. I must have thrown a disc five hundred meters to get to that to get to that basket, because I went far left into the bushes, far right trying to gain too much into the bushes, far left, far right again instead of just like playing sensible. Like so so playing basically, what you're saying is what we'd say in Georgia is you're give a damn busted. It, what does? It, yeah, I'm guessing that's what that means. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My give a damn busted. I don't give a damn no more. 
And so, Bo- uh, Bowen will criticise me, yeah, but I forgot one person, and I do apologise, Wardy. And I'm, the reason why I forgot him, because yeah, he hadn't been around for ages. Um, yeah. But yeah, Wardy uh, played in his first um, first tournament of the uh, the year, because he, he, he's been out of, the, out of the game for a little bit, no fault of his own. And, I got a, um, I got a, I got a bone to pick with that guy. Go on. And maybe you guys. Go on. So last night I'm on Facebook and I get this invite for a private page called Rate My Tombstone, and I'm like, oh, that's cool. I think I'll, I'll check that out. And I get in there, and it's uh, Rate My Tombstone with a twist. It's got to be in the words of Josh Birmingham or some shit, and and it. I don't know. It's just weird. Right. You guys, you guys talking about me behind my back, basically. Josh, 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 Josh. I heard people talking about it Sunday, and someone, I, I like, I don't know how he's involved, but he wanted to make a group, and anyone in the UK was allowed in it, apart from Josh, and I'm like, you can't do that. It's his thing. They wanted to <laughs> exclude you. And then Wardy made one, and I said, Wardy, you've added me to the group. I'm only joining if you invite Josh. I said I feel it's unfair if you have. <laughs> I can't be a part of this group if what Josh gonna, isn't in it. Well, I appreciate that, and I think I'm probably just going to go back out so you guys can enjoy it. But no, because I don't want to be part of it. If you you invented it, I don't want to be part of it if you're not involved. Well, it was funny. Well, I, um, don't, I don't think Josh invented the tombstone. But I think Josh, yeah, Josh invented yeah, the yeah, Tombstone rating system. Well, no, 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 Duffy, that's fake news. That is, Josh invented it. The, to- the actual <laughs> I didn't Tombstone invent- of the disc. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I, did, yeah. I didn't invent either one. I stole the rating <laughs> Tombstone system from Georgia from this other guy, and I just thought it was fun. Uh, the summer I went home for COVID, I was when I discovered it. And I was like, I'm going to take that back to the UK because it's it's funny, and uh, it just became my thing here. And now. It's like people like asking me almost every day to rate a tombstone. I'm fucking over it. <laughs> but be, care- be careful what you wish for, Josh. I know, I know. But uh, I think, but yeah, it's so pretty funny. Being over it. That's is that Georgia speak for? I want them more. I want. I want to see every tombstone picture there is possible. Send them to basically. B- if, disc golf. if you if you post a tombstone that has no picture of a basket or it's just generally shit. I'm not gonna say anything about it. Okay, so it needs. It needs. So, just so what does it need? Primo then? It, tombstones only. So it needs. It needs a basket in the background. Yeah. And it needs to be good. It needs to be more than a 45 degree angle vertic- vertical. Okay, and the. Uh, does that's the, pretty what, much does, it. Does the photo quality need to be good or not? No, I'm not, this I'm is not gonna hate. I'm not gonna hate on people's phone photos. Like quality, uh, you know, because you might have a flip phone. Yes, I, I'm not judging. Josh, so someone just, tried claiming that that was one of the criteria the other know, day. That I annoyed saw, me. I, I saw that and I almost lost it because, yeah, I mean, the four pillars of tombstones, as I laid them out, that's what they are. So, and there's okay, no more. So I don't no know. Less. I don't know what the because I haven't been paying too much attention to this. So, what are the four God pillars bless. of tombstone ratings? You have. Proximity to basket. Okay, yeah, that's obviously verticality. Obvious. So what's that's is that, that's purely is that a the word, angle that it's but... in the ground at. Yeah, yeah. Verticality. Um, we have depth, and we have orientation, which is the way the stamp is facing. Got so it, yeah. if you have perfect orientation, it's like the disc is upright 
as you know the logo is perfectly displayed right, upright. What what about what happens? It? It, what happens if your disc hasn't got a stamp? Well, then it's always perfect orientation. Well, what about if you score highly on depth, but it means that the orientate the stamp isn't so visible because it's buried underground? Oh man, that would uh, that'd be great. Would that would be good with it? Oh man, if you get if you get a disc so deep you can't read the stamp. You're either playing so in you're either was, playing in quicksand or you've thrown it a mile high. If I throw it into a bog and you can just see the top of the disc, is that a good tombstone or is that a bad tombstone? Wow, we're really splitting hairs here now. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. Some, someone said my tombstone that I put up the other day was it was too much mud for their liking. I won't say it. It was a it was a, a less lesser quality uh, podcast show host that what, said what, it. What about in, uh, what about disc golfers? Are they lesser quality disc golfers as well? Uh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah, yeah. so is, is their opinions irrelevant then really isn't it that's what I'd can say I, yeah. can I do the old rhyming thing yeah sham side <laughs> the sham side smell schmon smell or was it smell schmon or was it schmob schmickle <laughs> yeah smell schmon <laughs> um uh, okay so anyway. I, s- I sent you a pretty good one yesterday. Mm. No, yeah, yours I think was one of the hits. ones that he was on about. He's had enough of seeing this shit. I think it hits every because if I show you again, yeah, yeah, this is a good one. It's in the circle. It's in the circle. It's and very it vertical. Perfectly vertical. Uh, there's a basket in the background on your screen. Yeah, there's Not, a basket in the. Oh, there is a basket in the. Yeah, in one of them. It, I've never seen a disc that vertical in my life. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? I can't tell you about stamper orientation. When I see a disc that vertical, stamp. it makes me get a nice vertical. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I get exactly what you mean, Josh. Um, <laughs> the but I, I don't feel like I throw Whiskey. discs high enough to ever get a tombstone. I very rarely get a tombstone. Uh, you're, just not, you're just not trying hard enough. Just thumber it. I, that's how you get tombstones. I base my game very much on Calvin Heinberg's. Flat and flat and straight. Oh, You've got okay. the same body composition yeah. as well as in duck. Well, I, I basically, <laughs> if you put us in, if you put the two of us together and split us like in half, we'd be pretty pretty well rounded. I'm carrying a lot of his fat for him. For for all of his stretch, <laughs> I was say, and he's carrying a lot of the hair for you. Yeah, <laughs> for all for all of his stretched out nature. You've got the opposite. You've got the exact opposite in squatness. Yes, exactly. Yeah, he's, co- he's compact, um, and as you can notice as well, the, the the warmer days are coming because I'm back doing the show topless. The silverbacks the- are back again, and and only people that benefit are Bowen and I. So yeah, and we appreciate it. This Thank is, you. This is your first topless podcast, isn't it, Josh? Oh no! Is it oh, no, not? Because I remember the time I was like, "Hey, why? Since I've joined the show, have you not been topless?" And then you immediately, yes, yeah, and yes. it was. Oh god, I remember that day. The yeah. best was when you had COVID and you were sweating and you were just glistening. Mate, I was, that was rough. <laughs> Give it a couple more months. We'll, we'll see it again. <laughs> right. So yeah. So we uh, we had a really good tournament. Uh, a good showing from in the chains and um, and yeah. Congrats to Matt on his first ever win. Uh yeah, pretty pretty pleased. So, uh 
I think we haven't asked Bowen, even though it's going to be exactly the same as what I've said. Well, you sort of have. You, I'd said how my tournament went, like, but yeah. Um, uh, do, do you know what? I'd, I haven't played for. A, I haven't picked up a disc for pretty much. It was a month to the day that uh, I haven't picked a disc up from the tournament. So, what do you, <clears> what do I expect to happen? Really, like that's the thing. So I, well, I, I think moving up from not finishing. I, it sounds patronising, but it's genuinely not meant that way. I feel like. Mate, you were last in pretty much most tournaments you played to begin with, and like, oh, yes, oh, you're, not, no. you're not at the top of MA four, but you're not. You like you're four or five places off the bottom now, so you're moving in the right direction. I know that I can play a casual round. At least, I maybe tens a stretch, but let's say six or seven shots better than what I did. I know I can. Maybe on a good day, ten. Like, why can't I get that same sort? And, and it must be nerves. Yeah. It must be nerves. Yeah. Why can't I play that well when it, when it's important? Exactly. Like, I've oh, well, only ever played... I've only everybody, ever played. Everybody, everybody would say that, though, wouldn't they? Everybody would say that, why can't I have my casual round form in tournaments? I, I, never used to, I never used to get, like, nervous playing team sport. When we played American football, I used to get dead hyped up. Yeah. It, but... Maybe it's because it relies on me solely. Yeah. This golf does. Yeah. yeah. Well, what I used to kind of think uh, when I'd get super nervous, I'd be like, look, it's just Frisbee. Yeah. I'm not going to die if I miss this putt. Yeah. I, could, I might take a bogey, but if I make it because I'm carefree, that's, you know, it's just. Oh, can I, can I apologize about nearly killing someone as well? I hit Peter Douse with a disc. I do apologise. So I and to be fair, it wasn't my fault. I threw a forehand and it skipped up off the floor and took the weirdest skip you've ever seen and hit him in the back of the legs. I did shout four as well. And That's I went good. over and apologised, like but I'd like to apologise again. He was okay. We, we Yeah, he was fine. We threw one. As we was waiting, we were just having a, few, a couple of uh, practice throws. In, in the lunch break before we started the second round. And uh, Matt threw one, which the wind just grabbed and just chucked it sideways. And um, there was people walking down the path all along where this disc was going to land. And I shouted, four! No, didn't bat an eyelid. I hadn't got a clue what was going on. Four left! Four! Disc! Like, I shouted, like, about five things. And then other the other two that were, like, like Matt was shouting, John was shouting, and the people were just walking so, like, oblivious to it. I was thinking, it didn't hit, unfortunately, but, like, there's nothing else we could possibly have done. Yeah, other yeah. Because we didn't see them, see, because they, they come around the corner and the, the disc, like, held up in the air and they were coming around the corner just where it was it was sort of going over their heads and I was thinking, Jesus. It happens in slow, it yeah, happens in slow motion as yeah. well. <laughs> um, but uh, fortunately, fortunately, we didn't kill anybody. Um, so, uh, yeah, so let's uh, move on to the news uh, section then. Before we do that, we'll just go over to... A uh, word from our sponsor, Upper Park. Since 2011, Upper Park Disc Golf has focused on disc golf bags and accessories with unique styles, innovative designs, and unmatched comfort. They use cutting-edge design techniques and durable outdoor materials with a lifetime guarantee, so you can focus on what really matters, keeping it in the chains. Whether you're a Bowen or a seasoned pro, Upper Park has the bag to fit your needs. 
Go to upperparkdiscgolf.com today and save 10% with our code in the chains 10. Now back to the show. Excellent. So over to Bowen on the news. Bowen's fake news. News, 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 news. Fake news. Right, we're going to start off with DJ PT news. I couldn't remember the uh, initialism. What's it called? The initials, the air of it. Like that's that's bad, isn't it? Uh, it was the Wake Annual Waco Charity Open of 2022. Uh, MPO was won by Paul Macbeth with a score of 23 under, and he beat the nearest player by three shots. Now, what's quite funny is this sort of time last year, we were all, like, speculating that Paul was done, weren't we? Yeah. And he's come out quite strong this year, hasn't he? Whatever we speculated. I did not. Yeah, I don't know if we speculated he was done, but we were... um... We were just we were concerned, yeah, because because uh, the performances, not just the results, but the performances weren't where he would have, well, where you expect to see him. Um, and it it wasn't so much speculating whether he was done as 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 much as whether he would ever. I don't know what I'm saying. Win just a, get, win just, again. Just be his former self. Yeah, basically, yeah. but um. He played. He played really well. I think you come away from a tournament. Sometimes you think, "Oh, maybe the better player didn't win." But I think nobody can really argue this this tournament Dude. that he was he was the best player there in the MPO. He field. birdied thirty out of fifty four holes yeah. over the weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. The, the Friday. Did you watch the Friday? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> the wind. It was. It was, yeah. it was nice to see pro players struggling with high winds, wasn't it? <laughs> Waco's always bad for wind, isn't it? It was extra bad this year, I think. Was it? Yeah. Certainly on the Friday. At least Friday. the first day it was. Yeah. Um, I just want to say real quick, on the last round, hole one, Paul goes out of bounds two out of the three times on that hole, basically over the weekend. But the last time was like the worst, so kind of short out of bounds. I was taking this par putt from like circle three, basically. And... The commentators were like, oh, yeah, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he just drains it and ends up picking up, like, a stroke on the whole card for, from going OB. And it was just on, like, you on, just on knew. On hole one. Yeah, yeah you just on, knew he wasn't going to lose. Because like, on the last day, As, you could see he was questioning what sort of... Because you got the two lines, haven't you, off the tee at Waco. You've got the line straight down the middle, or you've got the sort of the yeah. high hyzer uh, line yeah. out to the right. And he went with the high hyzer to the right, didn't he? And with with yeah. the wind, it just sort of took it and just blew it. And it, had, like, yeah. it was like a kite. Whereas it, on the last day, he had, he had, I think he had a buzz in his hand, and he had... Would it have been a nuke, would it? I, I don't know, but probably a nuke, I would have thought. And he he was like, he had both in his hands, and you could see he still wasn't sure what route was the best to take. But like you say, he made the put anyway, so... Yeah. Um, it, was, it was crazy. Yeah. Right. Uh, controversy time. Have I... Am I, am I correct in thinking that he's been elected to the Hall of Fame? Disc Golf Hall of Fame. Have any of you seen that? I actually haven't. No. I could be talking out my ass. Let me just check this. 
Um, but I had uh, Luke Humphreys in my skip ace fantasy uh, to Did win. You? Yeah, is that so the highest pretty, highest point good. highest point scoring in uh, yeah in the pro tour as well. Yeah, and uh, with the weirdest form for like a pro, I feel yeah. like he's got some like it's. I, I was calling it suspect in another group chat I was in, and it, it kind of puts a negative connotation on it. But w- what I meant was, it's the most different form, and maybe the worst form on Pro Tour, but gets like really good results. And then, and then you um, you sort of you put that alongside Cal Lavisca, who's just like Dr. smooth. <laughs> it's just like it's perfectly smooth, and it's just it's like it's like butter, isn't it? Yeah. I thought Dickerson was going to come back and get it at one point. Well, but. on on the last day, I, I thought I was I was about whole eight, whole nine. I thought I might just go to bed because this is this is done. Uh, and yeah. then, sort of coming out the wooded area, I felt like Dickerson was starting to claw a little bit back. Uh, and I thought, and Paul had like three parts in a row. Yeah, yeah, and I just thought. There could be something in it. I thought if we have like a world championships again, or like you know, you know what I mean. And like I miss it. I'll be gutted if I go to bed just for the sake of bloody an hour or something. So I thought, yeah. no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it all. And then even like sort of going into the last last uh, couple of holes, I thought there's a there's a chance of a, a couple of like out of bounds or because I mean Paul went out of bounds. Uh, no, Chris Dickerson went out of bounds didn't he on 17's drive. Mm. Uh, but like. There's definitely loads of people going into the water on seventeen, and then if if um, if like Humphreys was to take it across the water, and I'm saying he he didn't necessarily probably have the arm to do it, but if he if he would have, and it forced McBeth into the water, you just don't know, do you? And I thought, oh, yeah. I'm just stay awake. And um, but yeah, there there wasn't a twist in the plot, but um, yeah, there's there's enough variables on that course and the wind to you know make it interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, did you right, did you see right. Josh? Sorry, one more thing. Well, Bowen's right. talking about his controversy. Um, do you see on the first day, uh, Cal Lavisca's drive over the water in eighteen? No. Well, it it quite it quite clearly didn't cross onto land. Okay, so he's he's gone across the water. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's faded out. But like quite clearly not made it across onto land. And they gave it to him. And they gave him the other side of the water. You don't think it tapped the edge? No, 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 no way, no way. And I just thought wow. the players may not have been able to see it, but surely they've got somebody sort of watching to see if it does cross. Man, there's nobody. I don't feel like there's anybody standing over there. I mean, they're probably no, there but, might be. but you could see it from the basket side. Look along the sort of the line of the water, and you'd be able to see. Yeah. It. But like. And then I thought after, I thought it's still quite a tricky shot anyway, because, I mean, he, they, they would have put him like, on the edge of the water. So it's, pro- it's probably not a lot in it between throwing from them, throwing from quite a way away the other side of the water with with it hot, fading I mean, towards the water all the way. Anything crossing the water is going to be trickier, yeah. I think. Um, but Especially I, I, when he's going to be throwing kind of down over the downhill lie from... The far yeah. side. It's just, well. it just it's just a bit odd, I thought, that they just let him go straight to the other side without and you feel like at that level you'd have somebody sort of watching to see if it had. Yeah, but even if the players decided he got the benefit of the doubt, 
and a spotter was like, no, he didn't make it. Spotter's word doesn't mean anything. No, it doesn't. No, that's right. Which is kind of crazy. It's yeah. it's because we are self-governed, it's really hard to yeah. like make calls sometimes. Yeah, that's true. Go on, Bone. Have you, have you managed to... Uh, you've, you've only had a week to... Uh, the I've done down. some on the fly research. <laughs> right, he didn't. He didn't get selected for the Hall of Fame. He he put a photo on Instagram saying second ballot at PDGA. Uh, okay. So he he's annoyed at not being selected first round. Is he annoyed or is he proud that he's on the second ballot already as he's still an active player? Well, that's a, should active players even be selected for the Hall of Fame? I don't under, I don't understand it. The like. dudes had over 160, 10, 60 plus rated rounds. It doesn't matter. You get Hall of Fame when you retire, don't you? I think Apparently. so. I think it's that's an a, American I, thing. I think that's a better deal. I mean, he he's deserving of it. If he were to stop playing right now, he's deserving of it. If he would stopped playing last year, he's deserving of it. Yeah, I, but I, I do I, like it when they're not active. You know, it's like. He'll probably get it this the second he is out of MPO. He'll probably get it. Yeah, yeah. I I can't imagine them not giving Paul Ricky Hall of Fame status at least yeah. at least those two out of the current bunch. Oh, could I bring think, up? Do you think he should not be playing, or at least go to like MP40 before he gets it? Uh, yeah, I, it's hard. I, I it's feel hard. Like the Hall of Fame should be some sort of recognition once your career is completed. I think. But the yeah. thing is, you can you can compete at a high level until your sixties, seventies, whenever in disc golf, can't you? Yeah. <laughs> so when when is your career over? I see what you're doing. What am I doing? <laughs> I told you at champs, I've got two ways of getting into champs this year. I'm either going to enter every tournament as an MPO and score me one point and get into champs that way because you're not going to have enough to field a whole competition. Or I now identify as a sixty-year-old professional male disc golfer, so you, the BDGA can't tell me I'm not sixty years old. So I'm playing MP sixty to get in. Controversial, virtual, virtual, virtual. I think you'd be better off going down the route of you've got the mindset of like a six-year-old and getting in through so that, through that route. It's juniors. <laughs> it'd be a lot more. It'd be a lot more easier <laughs> to convince people. Going. Uh, Can I just say, talking about the oldies? Well done to uh, Scott Stokely. Yeah, man. He came... I know it's going to sound crap, but he came 66 at one under. Now, he beat quite a few people, yeah. including uh, Adam Hammes, Brody Smith, Paul Ulibarri. Like, exactly. Like, he beat quite a few half-decent players. I saw him... He did a post, uh, like a little video thing on instagram sitting behind the like um what do you call it the autograph <laughs> booth and he was just like so happy there was like a line out to the parking lot waiting for him to get you know people to sign for him to sign people's stuff and he was just like over the moon like it just like warmed my heart he's like i've been waiting for this for 30 years like playing this sport 30 40 years yeah. and it's just like he's like i just can't imagine this being any better yeah so yeah. i'm pretty happy yeah for it. no it's it's it's, yeah. it's a feel-good story isn't it yeah yeah so congratulations to him right women's was M uh fpo i was about to say women's mpo <laughs> <laughs> women's was won in a dominant fashion by valerie manduano hano 
Mad, man, man, <laughs> Manjuana. Yeah. Manjuana. Yeah. People know what you mean. With a score of nine under, four shots better than her nearest rival, which is one of our favourite players, Kristen Tatar, at yeah. five under. She was really emotional after the win as yeah, well. Yeah, she was, yeah. That was cool. You, you can see how much so, it, yeah. it meant to her, can't you? Yeah. Now she killed it. Kristen. Evelina. Oh, sorry. I was going to talk about Evelina. Uh, um, not making a single circle two or circle one putt in the first yeah. round and was leading Leaded. the entire tournament. It's ridiculous. It's the, what? You, you, first what? time ever in U-Disc history, someone's not made a single putt and has been leading a tournament. But given the conditions, she kind of in a way played it safe, but she wasn't meaning to do that. So you mean she was laying up and dropping in? She was accidentally laying up and dropping in. No, so that's, tr- that's not true. That's not true. I'm being kind of mean. Uh, she, after a while, just stopped even attempting to putt, I think. just cause So she... that's, still, that's still a circle one putt, surely, a drop-in. No, because a C1X is what they do now. So C1X is anything outside the bullseye because you can't just... If you made all your putts from within three meters and you'd have 100% circle one putting, that's kind of misleading in a way yeah you americans love a stat it's just americans making up stats of stats well it's just bullshit if you yeah if you do it that way but it is um, it is right though if you drop if you're throwing it close and dropping it in every time you're saying oh yeah 100 percent circle one because if you're if you're just outside the circle and you lay it up should you really be given 100 percent circle one stat of course of course you should no well well it's technically it's right but what does it? What does that stat actually mean? It makes it pretty worth, worthless, doesn't it? This yeah. is a, Americans just love a stat anyway. They, they do love stats. Re, the only stat, the only stat that matters is if you win or lose, pretty much, isn't it? It doesn't matter if your well, scrambling she, is thirty seven percent, but yeah. I'll tell you this: she didn't win. No. no. Yeah. Well done to Own for coming fourth as well at yeah. one under. So, well yeah. done, uh, and congratulations to. Team member Vanessa Van Dyken. She got her first top twenty of the year. Came in fourteenth. Solid performance, wasn't it? Dom? Yeah, yeah. She played. She played well. So yeah. So well done. Uh, I'll rattle through the rest of the news. So Duffy's already spoke about the Great Western Tour, the Staffordshire Open. MA one was won by Liam Pitt at seven under. MP forty was won by John Grom. FA1 was won by Melody Zender. I hope I've got your name wrong. Uh, Right. I hope I've got your name right. (laughs) You know you've got it wrong. Uh, MA40 was won by one of of our favourite lads, Ray Donnelly, closely chased chased by another one of our favourite lads, Paul Turnbull. We had a lot of fun with them, didn't we, Doc? Yeah, they're good guys. They're a good good laugh. MA40 was won by someone, but I can't remember his name. So, uh, MA50. Did I say MA50? I think You so. said MA40. That initially. was MA... Uh, yeah, MA50 was won by someone, but I can't remember his name at the moment. Like, So, we'll move on from there. He's, he's, a, he's, irrelevant, he's irrelevant to us, so really, isn't he? Who, uh, uh, do you know who I'm on about? Yeah. He, he made... <laughs> he, he, 
we're going to move on anyway because he's winding nah, me we're, up. We're not. He, we're not. Uh, MP50, uh, MA50, rather, giving him more credit than he deserves. Uh, Shane Barron <laughs> out of. Um, Shane Barron, who's uh, who's friends with the other two that we mentioned earlier, um, and they're, they're big listeners to the show. And uh, we, whenever you go to a tournament, they're always a great laugh. Uh, all all of them, all the guys. So um, yeah, just just on a bit of a wind up. He got me. He got me terribly. He told. He said, "You know, I was listening to. I listened to it every week. I was listening with my kids last week's episode." They were and he said they were crying because you were shouting and swearing like <laughs> at, at Josh. And I went, oh no, I'll I'll give him a shout out this week. And he just turns, bursts out laughing. He said, I don't Man, really have any kids. I told you that heated discussion was going to get us some uh, some some ratings. Yeah, yeah, it worked. It worked. Josh, you're a wanker. <laughs> Every week. Well, no, nobody actually knows this, and I'm saying this because I think it's the most ridiculous thing ever. But um, Bowen's idea for one of the videos to get really good ratings—he's laughing because he knows how ridiculous this is. Yeah, <laughs> to get really good ratings, Josh. He wanted me and him to have a full-on fight, play a disc golf on camera f- for YouTube views. <laughs> <laughs> like just like sprawling. Yeah. And someone shouted someone shouted World Star in the background. <laughs> yeah. I'm good for that. Uh, I'll be I like video it on my camera like real shitty and just like shake it around a little bit. World Star <laughs> I wanted I genuinely wanted to do do this as well. Oh yeah. There we go. God nice. Oh yeah. Sorry, that's like, that's got me that. I forgot that I even suggested that. That was that was in one of the brainstorming sessions, and you know where it goes. You just get onto something, and you know you should just move on. Oh, uh, uh, another thing, Josh. Actually, that come that sort of uh, come to light over the weekend. Um, you know, Bowen's uh, the greatest mountaineer of all time, and he's got all the equipment and everything. Oh, here we go. Somebody, somebody offered. Somebody offered for him to go because there's a group that go uh, sort of wild camping. They just basically just go and camp anywhere for like the weekend or something, and just like doesn't matter where the land is or whatever, or whether for, what forest they're just going camp in the forest and like basically live off the land or whatever for a couple of days and stuff. And they offered for Bowen to go with him because they know Bowen likes mountaineering and everything. And he was like, oh, I don't know if I can make it. I don't know, I don't know. He was messing around with it. And, like, I think, well, if you're that good a mountaineer or that good an outdoorsman, surely you'd love the opportunity to show off your skills. You're just trying to get a bite out of me. You know it's got nothing to do with my integrity as an athlete in that in that discipline. <laughs> you know exactly what it's to do you're with. Just, you're just not a forager. Uh, no, no, it's nothing to do with it's that. It's more about being allowed, it's I think. The- it's more about being allowed. Oh, okay. like, oh well, it, that's that's fair. As much as I'd love to go with the lads and like camp for the weekend, is it worth the headache I'm going to get for the two weeks up to going camping, and then for the month following <laughs> camping? Is it worth the no, headache? I feel like you've already spent spent your uh, spent your dollar with a couple of tournaments. Exactly. So, but I, I, I did say that I am definitely going to try and get out with them. Right, I'm going to rattle through. MA2 was won by Jamon Smith. 
a world he, goal. He's a good player. Uh, he's he's shoot, yeah, shooting he's up the ranks because um, he played in the same card as me at Bed, Bedworth at the start of last season. And um, he was sort of mid-pack. He wasn't like towards the bottom or anything, but like he's just gone higher and higher and higher, dead quick. And uh, he's a nice kid. He's an old, yeah, lad, he's a nice lad. He's an old lad as well. Uh, Matt Lee smashed it in MA3. And MA4 was won by Robert Doherty. I never know how to say this. Is it Doherty? Doherty. Is it Doherty? Pardon? I'd say, I'd say Doherty. But then it could be Doherty, couldn't yeah. it? Yeah. One of them is it Mark? Is it Mark Biddle or Mark Biddle? Well, that's it, isn't it? That's a question. <laughs> Biddle. Uh, is it Connor McHale or is it Connor Mahale? It's it's definitely Mahale. <laughs> uh, and then finally, we have the Croydon Mistral on. Correct me if I'm wrong. The second and third of April. Yeah, I actually don't know the date because I can't. It's, play it's it. definitely the first weekend in in April. I'm, I'm almost certain of it. So whatever date that is. Yeah. In my in my news, I know I mentioned Mendip last week. I'm going to try and mention a tournament. It might not be the next tournament, but it's going to be a couple of weeks in advance. That's the aim from now on. So yeah, there we go. I'm com- complete news, mate. Completed it. Excellent. That was pretty good. Excellent. So, uh, conscious of time, I want to try and sort of move the conversation along. Um, one of the topics we've we've sort of got down to talk about, but we've got a good we've got a good uh, good little topic to uh, to speak about uh, tonight. It's about the rule changes going into the twenty twenty two season. Um, there's obviously been quite a th- quite a few. So the way that we're going to do it is. Um, we, me and Bowen may or may not know the rules that have changed, but with Josh as our resident pro, we're going to almost quiz him on some of the rules. So I'm going to read out the rules. Josh going to explain them. If there's any questions for us to ask, we'll ask him. Does that sound... Can you imagine, can you imagine the irony of saying... We're pressed for time and then taking five minutes to try and explain a segment. <laughs> ignore that, Josh. Just ignore him. Um, <laughs> oh, he's going to cut that out as well. <laughs> Ayatollah. <laughs> There's a mention. Um, so, we've got... Uh, the first one up is discs supported in any way by the basket counts as in. So, what does that mean, Josh? Okay. So, yeah... It's um, maybe it's not the worst rule change that they've done this year, but it's top three, I'd say. Uh, <laughs> basically, everything remains the same, minus you can now wedge your disc in the side of the basket, and that counts as in. A, or it can pass. A, yeah, a yeah. Or you can it can blast all the way through the cage and in, and that counts. Um, which makes a little more sense because if you don't see it go in, then you would just assume it just hit with no chains. But the taco thing, I just don't agree with because you've you've missed the basket low. Yeah, you haven't broken the pla- like to well, the, me the, the plane, plane of be, the basket yeah. over the top. Yeah, yeah, it used to be yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like playing football and shooting through the side of the net and it going through a hole. You scored a goal. So exactly, it? so, it's exactly what it is. So what about Josh? You throw a disc, hits the chains, comes down, lands on top, slides off. But you know, like the little sort of 
the rods that bend over the top of the basket. The, 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 the nubs. Yeah, the, nip, the, nubs, the nubs and nibs, yes. whatever you want to call Nubbins. them. Nubbins. Um, it, the disc sort of rests on that, hanging outside of the basket. You've made it. You've, it's in. That's in. It's, it it's, doesn't make any sense. Because it's the, the language is it's if it's supported by the basket. So what about case, What about on the top then, Josh? It does not count on the top. Thank God. But it's, support, it's supported but by the basket. if it were to go through the top and in to the chains or the basket in any way, that's that counts. Well, I, this, I, this rule I, doesn't well, make if, any sense. If that's sense. the case, I say we go around and just cut out all the... Oh, no, you can't because the chains wouldn't hang up. <laughs> <laughs> cut out all the baskets. Cut all uh, the tops of the baskets out so it can go through you could the take, you could take. You could take like the middle support ring out of the basket on the right. No, because then the it outside. would just then it would just drop. Well, then it wouldn't be supported to anything. <laughs> it's it's not held up by anti gravity or anything. Like it's those supports have to hold it to the pole. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's just I don't know. I don't like it, but you know whatever. It basically means the change means the group no longer has to see the disc enter the target in order to make the call. So it simplifies it in that way. But, like, how many times has it actually blasted through the basket and you've been that far away that you couldn't see it? Yeah. There's just no way. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Okay, so... Anyway. It, so, that, that's a pretty, that's a pretty seems... easy one. Go on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty easy one. So, that, that rule, in case anybody wants to read up on it, is 807B. Uh, so, the next one is we've got 806 point zero two point d which is you can take your one meter relief from ob in any direction from the ob line yes so, so what does that mean this this now means when your disc goes out of bounds you can now take your one meter relief in basically a 360 degree directional so it's, it's you can take it you know in any direction out of the OB, you don't have to do it perpendicular anymore. Right. So, so you, so you mark your line, and uh, you mark your lie where you went OB, and anywhere from there in bounds, you can take a meter relief. Yeah. So you can go forwards, backwards, perpendicular, and anywhere in between. Which is kind of, I, I, I'm in favor of this rule. Uh, yeah, you might get a little bit closer to the basket in some scenarios, which is you may not like if it's your opponent, but for you, it's going to be great. And then also. If there's like some obstruction that's just right there perpendicular, you can either go in front or behind it to kind of give yourself a better chance because you're already, already taking a penalty. So, I mean, I, I think that's good. Yeah. It, Josh, Josh, apart from putting, does does a meter forwards really gain an opponent any advantage? It, Not it, really, it does, does it? It does if there's a branch like where you would normally have taken your yeah. line. Um, but you know, I like that because you're you're already in a crap situation. How, um, however, you you wouldn't be able to necessarily if it's a longer fence, you wouldn't be able to take it a meter forward because you'd have to have some sort of angle on it because your feet still have to be inbound for the next shot, don't they? Yeah, uh, but no, you could still you take it. Well, it wouldn't be like you know, obviously if the lines here, no one can see this, but and you're going forward here, you just straddle away from that. So basically, or yeah, so, you know. my, my my sort of question on why the rule change would hap- would take place is the the whole reason for the meter relief is so that if it does go over a fence or something like that, you haven't got to basically stand like hugging the fence to throw your next shot. 
Right. That, that's what the, that's where you get the meter relief, so it makes it safe to throw in the next shot. Now, if you're allowed to say say you go say you're thrown off the team, you you sort of fade out over a fence or something like a a waist high fence. You're and that that's ob. So your next shot, if you wanted to move a meter forward, you're still like dead close to the fence. So I don't understand why. You, well, in that case, you would probably take it perpendicular to get farther, yeah. away, farther away from yeah. the fence. But you have the option, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. However, some, some OBs aren't fences, are they? It could just be a line on yeah, the ground. Yeah, could be a line on the ground. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, but yeah, you know, if there's like a like a hole where a stump used to be where you'd normally take it. Now you can go in front of or behind. And uh, the only thing that is different <coughs> if your disc lands near OB and you want to take that meter you have to take that perpendicular. So if it hasn't actually gone out of bounds, you don't get the radius, the semicircle radius. You have to take it perpendicular still. Right. Josh, Josh, can I ask us a question on OBs? Because I'm not sure, the way I read it, I'm quite soft, not soft with the rules, but bearing in mind I'm playing MA4 and we need all the fucking help we can get. Say, like, there were hazards at the weekend, like bunkers, and I, I said that if there's one blade of grass touching a disc, it's still classed as inbounds. Otherwise, if it was fully touched by sand, it was a hazard. Would you say that's correct? Or there are no lines to mark the hazard. There's no paint to mark the hazard. Yeah. How that, would you rule that? It's That's a tough one because in that situation, and it happened in the Pro Tour, I believe, last year. Was it Las Vegas? Was it Vegas? They cha- Were they, they changed the second it. day they painted the lines? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that like everyone was all up in arms because it was you know a change it was to the e- course. Evil, and blah, I think, blah, blah. happened too, didn't it? Which whatever. I mean, I don't. Yeah, you, they probably should have known, but anyway, I don't think it's worth complaining about. Um, but in that scenario where there's no line, it's just it's up to the card at that point. So it's it could go either way. If if you're completely surrounded by sand. However, this one really long piece of grass just extends into the sand. I feel like that's still OB. But well, that that yeah. happened to me yesterday. Yeah, exactly that. I mean, and I, how how was it called? I we I called it OB because I felt like yeah. they said well, yeah they they sort of said I think it's OB, but you can maybe you could maybe make a case for it. And I said no, nah, mate, it's, it's yeah, it's, it is OB. Like it's just yeah. like you, I think everybody knows when they walk up to it what they should yeah, say. Yeah. Unless, you know, so I don't know. At the end of the day, I, you're I, only I, gonna be cheating yourself anyway, so it's it just it seems pointless, but Yeah. What so so if there's a few blades of grass touching it, you go, Yeah, it's in bounds. If there's a one long piece of pampas grass touching it <laughs> exactly. you place placed under it yourself. Yeah. Uh it's out of bounds. Yeah, probably. But yeah. I mean, the the card's gonna the card's gonna make a call, and unfortunately, if you're outvoted, then that's just tough, you know. So what hopefully... what we fo- what we find, and I'm sure it's opposite in MPO, is everyone's fairly relaxed on our cards, and we'll give the benefit of the doubt to the golfer instead yeah, yeah. of against the golfer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's usually the case um, when we play as well. There's a few guys you know of that are, you know, sticklers or just, you know, maybe looking looking to give you a stroke or something. Yeah. But um, other than that, everyone's pretty chill. Yeah. Okay, next one. 
Um, we have got uh, rule 802.3.C, which is players can ask to take a bathroom break and not be penalised for time. So Josh and Bo are both laughing at this one. We had, we had a bit I of a chat lo- before the show on this one. Yeah, I just love it. Uh, so, yeah, a player may request extra time from the group to take a bathroom break. If the player does not return in a reasonable time, with air quotes, I'm putting the air quotes, the player is considered missing for the hole and receive a score of par plus four for the hole. So this whole reasonable thing, and I feel like it comes up in a few different rules, is very subjective um, because... Like, say I have norovirus and I have, you know... I have a needle. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, what's a reasonable time for me to take care of that situation? Um, who's to say? Like, maybe I'm just on average, lo- longer than usual average uh, pooper. And, you know, the guy calling me on time is like in and out in like a minute. Yeah. Who's to say it's not reasonable? And also, and also I don't know if this is etiquette, but... And this isn't meant in a sexist way. A bloke can just go and r- can pretty much go and run and have a pee in the bushes. Yeah. Whereas a la- a lady might not feel comfortable doing that. And yeah. is it good etiquette anyway to go and have a piss in the bushes? I don't know. But uh, it's well, one, it's one of them, isn't it? And if you're halfway around the course and you've got to walk back to the toilet, you can't help it. it if you think someone's doing it repeatedly for games and shit, then maybe you say something. Like, but I you've guess got to I, give people... I said earlier, if if somebody comes back with like a hot dog and a brand new disc golf bag full of full of different, <laughs> totally different discs because the wind's changed, <laughs> then then I think that would probably be classed as unreasonable. What if, to, what if they have a hot dog, but then they also have a hot dog for you? Well, oh, that's it, mate. Let them bribe the rest Josh. of the card. <laughs> I could you are you allowed to change disc golf bags because you can't with golf can you you've got to keep the same bag yeah yeah, yeah. can this... you change your bag halfway through a round yeah 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 you can there's no limit on number of discs and yeah so literally uh Nate Perkins I can't remember the other player uh, was watching a guy on his card or either was on his card lost like a Nate Perkins signature like mold on like one of the first couple holes near the parking lot and was like kind of bummed about it and Nate was like you know what he's like I got a couple in my van uh I'll just go run out and grab it for you and he like replaced his disc for him like mid-round which is really cool that's pretty cool uh but yeah yeah you can definitely do it um but yeah I just thought that was funny it's it's you know I don't think it's really going to come into play a lot for people but um it's an interesting one, yeah, anyway. It's kind of nice. Yeah. So I was playing at the Jubilee Open. Uh, whole, I guess. Were you guys? You guys weren't there, were you? No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, anyway, Jubilee Open. No, the Jubilee Which Open. Which one was that? Year. The one North Devon. No, that's... Um, it's it's now the British Open this year. Yes, yeah, North North Devon Open, wasn't it? Yeah. NDO. Yeah. Yeah. NDO. NDO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So we were playing on like hole seven. It's like in the woods on this like massive like almost 45 degree angle like hill like sideways so we're like playing down this hill and it's my shot so i'm lining up the shot and i'm kind of like looking around to make sure it's my turn to go and i look to my right and like straight up the hill and there is one of my card mates like facing me squatting taking a poo right there on the side of the hill <laughs> like, in the middle of the woods and i think he has he had like some bubble gut issues going on as well that that time but um <laughs> it, was just, it was just Name, really no. funny yeah what Name. oh wait, wait 
No, uh, don't, don't actually, don't actually do it. Don't, just don't. I'll, I'll do the right thing. No, 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 no. Just leave it there. We don't want to embarrass anyone. Shut. No, man, sorry. Uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, it was really funny. And I think that, you know, if he'd have had this rule where he had a reasonable time to go take care of it, I wouldn't have had to witness him cupping his junk in the woods as I'm trying to take my shot. <laughs> um, and maybe it, he wouldn't have been, he wouldn't have, he might have kept his self, self, what's the word? He might have kept his dignity or something exactly. instead of, he, like, he lost yeah. every shred of it that day. And uh, I, it's, re- it's really sad. So hopefully this helps. <laughs> and and the other big one is, um, and the last one we're going to talk about is the Mando rule. There's been a bit of confusion. I think Study from the BDJ has, has sort of put this on because uh, he, I think he sort of noticed it kind of thing first. Um, yeah. And there's been a bit of a debate about it. So do you want to just explain what the, the change is to the Mando rule, Josh? Yeah. So there's a, kind of a lot of changes with Mandos this year where when we... Um, miss a, we usually when we miss a mando, we play the angle of our lie is to that mando first before the basket. Now it's changed to where we only play to the basket. So the mando, you know, doesn't matter when you're lining up your shot anymore. Um, which, you know, whatever. I don't really mind about that. But now if you say you make the mando and you hit a limb or just, it gets some crazy ground action and rolls to the other side of the Mando and now behind it, you've missed and made the Mando all in the same shot, which is seems ridiculous because you've already made it. It's pathetic. It. It's pathetic. Yeah, it, it's terrible. Um, so, so, it's, so, just to clarify, so if I throw a disc, uh, it makes a Mando, ends up like, Cut rolling, for instance. Cut rolling, Cut yeah. rolling around it and then behind it again on the other side. So it rolls around the mando, it. the right. So it goes past the mando, rolls back out the back through the opposite way. Say it's like the mando's a tree. Yeah. You've crossed it on the correct side and it's now rolled back on the other side. Yeah. Like around it yeah. and back. You've now missed it because you're in um restricted area. So, so have you so have you missed it or can you stretch, go stretch round it, out it again and throw with the you? next shot? Yeah. Yeah, you no, it's a rethrow. So doesn't matter where the disc ends up if you miss it, you're rethrowing from your previous lie with a penalty. Uh which seems just like overly punishing. So um, what so it seem it does seem balmy, but What's the reason that you can see for this change, Josh? Is there any? I don't know. I have no idea. But it just is there basically any, is now, it... if you have any Mando, you're going to have to paint a line on the ground in the restricted space because now if you make it and it starts to roll back and stops, say, you know, above the Mando, so past the Mando still, but you you didn't see it how it got there. And so if we were to all walk around the corner and see that you're on the right side of the Mando but pass it, you might assume that you've missed it on the on the on the wrong side. Yeah. Um, but now it's like you've made it. Uh, but yeah, it's just it's just so, okay, I don't know, so, it's just very but you have to see it so, basically happen yes. to enforce it. So so what happens but, then? What happens then? You throw one uh, you throw a shot and it say say it cut rolls. So you're throwing a right hand backhand. It cut rolls to the left. Okay, so you've made the mando around a tree. It cut rolls round and sort of on really quite steep on its edge. 
rolls back into the, like, the restricted zone. So if it was to land there, it would be you'd have missed the Mando, and then yeah. then crosses back across that line again. <laughs> I know, no, but it could happen though, couldn't it? You just do roll yeah. in a circle to catch an edge. So what no, happens a, if it rolls around the tree? Don't be a twat. Don't be a twat. I mean, just seriously though, to, he's, yeah. What 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 would happen then? So it's... Because if it landed behind that line, it would be it would miss Amando. Yeah. But equally, if it's if it's then miss Amando and it's then not crossing it on the right side of the tree, I don't know. It just it just seems like that. It just seems like a rule that was like it was fine before. Don't why I kind of I think I've just kind of figured out maybe why because say say you've made the Mando. This is all very confusing. <laughs> Say you've made the Mando, and now it's you know to it's rolled up and to the right of the Mando, still past it, but no one saw how it got there. Now your whole card walks around the corner and sees where it's at, and we all say, "Oh, you've missed the Mando," but you haven't. What? What about if you and that protects you? It, well, it protects you in that situation because what? No, no one Josh. saw how it got there, but you're past the Mando, so therefore what? it's a good shot. What happens if you miss the Mando? You miss the Mando. You can't see this. You miss the Mando, but you cut rolled the opposite way into bounds. You can't prove that you've hit the Mando or missed it. That's exactly what I've just said. And and in that case, if no one saw it, it's a good shot. I've got a question <coughs> on Mandos. If you've got a tree that's a Mando, and we've had real world case of this, you've got a tree that's a, that's got a Mando on it. It's got a Mando sign. Is the Mando line the vertical line of the trunk, or is it a limb that's miles past the Mando sign no. that someone tries to claim that they hit the Mando I feel like, because they? I, hit I feel it. like you've got an axe to grind here, David. Yeah, I think it's. Yeah, I think it's. It's meant to be just like a straight line. Yeah. Um, What happens if the tree? It's very very confusing. What happens if the tree's on an angle? I know. I think it's just it's supposed to go straight up. I I think I I think. But from from what point of the tree does it go straight up? I think nine times out of ten, though. Nine times out of ten, you know, don't you? And if 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 you're at a point where you don't know. I think again, you just give the benefit of the if, exactly. You give the benefit if you, of the if you don't to the see golfer. it and you don't know, it's a good shot. Yeah. Uh, so if I if I if I throw a wicked cut roller and it rolls twenty seven times round the tree, so is that and it ends the up, Mando, but it ends up on the right side. Do I miss it or have I made the man? <laughs> you've, you've, you've done both, and uh, it's the cat de- in the box. There's a cat sealed Schrodinger's in the box. Cat. Is it Dead, is it dead <laughs> or alive, at the, or is it both at the same yeah. time? If a tree falls in the woods and no one sees it, did it actually? I thought happen? the same was if the bear, if a bear shits in the woods. I thought it, and, I no, thought one, it, and it, no one it, smells it. I thought it is the Pope shits in the woods. Yeah, the Pope shits. <laughs> in the woods. Right, if the Pope did we shits in did his we, hat? Did we say one more before we? I know we've run over time, but I have a feeling we said one that I really wanted to. The third, but can't third, remember it. 30 seconds on the tee box. Um, not on the tee box, to take your next shot. So uh, just be quick then, because we are running really late. Um, so rule 802.3.a. When it's your turn to throw, you have 30 seconds starting when the play playing area is clear. 
Should this be if you're say you're not backed up like and playing slow, should this be enforced every time this thirty seconds? Or if you've got sort of like if you're playing if you speak to your card mates and you agree that you can take a little longer because the wind's picked up or you're uh, having to think of your shot. How would you how would you play that, Josh? Would you ever call anyone for time? Man, I, I'm it's for me it's very dependent on the situation. If I'm like pro tour and you know, it's a backup and we're all just stood there and this guy's trying to, you know, decide his shot from a terrible eye in the woods. Do I really want to give him the advantage of taking five minutes to take that shot? That's because it's not actually legal. Yeah. Yes, you can let it happen. Um, but yeah, it's just it's up to you on that. I think in that situation, or up to the card. So, but um, how do you f- how say, do you feel about waiting for the wind to die down? Well, none of no, you can't do that. You you, are, you can within the thirty okay. seconds, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's basically, yeah, once you've assessed your lie, like you've walked up to it and kind of, it's like, okay, yeah, there's my disc and it's your turn. That 30 seconds starts, I think. Yeah. Um, what, um, so what would you do, Josh? Um, I was going to say something there. Hang on, two seconds. Come on, think. Uh... What's it in regards to? What is this? Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember. Pass it on. Pass it on. You know what this is? No. A spider. Looks like a vagina. A spider doing push-ups on a mirror. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I can't remember. Scrap that. All right. Well. I think we're done here. Yeah. No, it was. Uh, I think it's good to uh, to clear up some of the uh, the new rule changes. Or, uh, or 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 make them more muddy confusing. and murky. Yeah, that that's that's the end of James Way, though, isn't it? <laughs> I'm gonna pra- I'm just gonna practice cut rollers from now on. <laughs> I I would practice um, just throwing a disc. I'm gonna that's practice horrible. hanging out with better people. I'm just I'm kidding. Gonna, <laughs> don't put that I'm in gonna, there. <laughs> it's terrible. I, I, I've got to practice controlling my bowels. That's a good idea. Excellent. All right, none of this is going to make it. You don't need to as long as it's in reasonable time. And on on that note, (laughs) we uh, we put out a little video uh, on Sunday night. Um, It was a little promo teaser video. I don't want to say too much, but we've got some we've got something in the works uh, that we're sort of building up to. And creating a little bit of hype because we're pre- pretty pleased with uh, what we've got, um, what, what we're putting out in the shop. So it's definitely worth keeping an eye out. There's not going to be loads of them. Uh, well, in fact, I'll say they don't know what they are, but there's four. Okay, so there's not, it's not going to be loads, but there's four of whatever there is. So so it's the see the the surprise isn't just like stickers. No, could be, might, might be. be, might be a bag of them, but. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll categorically turn that down. Uh, deny that now. No, it's not stickers. The stickers are purely decorative. Um, so, uh, is it life-size 
cutouts of the In Chains signed, podcast signed. team members. Yeah. Mm. And there's four of us. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we've got that coming to the shop. I'm not sure whether that'll be out before the next show, but it's coming out very soon. It's pretty special, so I would definitely, definitely keep an eye out for that. Um, and that's it. I think we haven't got any videos coming out. Uh, we had the Croydon one come out last week. Um, so if you haven't watched that yet, we've had some we've had some good feedback on that. I mean, Bowen had a few people uh, talking about it at the Staffordshire Open on the weekend and uh, saying they really enjoyed watching it. So yeah, just go ahead and uh, and give that a watch. It's not very long; it's only thirty minutes, so it's quite watchable. Uh, give it a like. If you've got any questions? Stick them in the comments. That always helps us as well. And remember to hit subscribe because uh, it just helps see when new videos are coming out. Uh, I think I've rambled on enough. Is there anything you want to say, Bowen? Just, it's just ironic that you always go on about we need to speed this up, we're taking too long, and then you take three hours to explain. And then every single time I do that, you then proceed to <laughs> tell me how ironic it is by taking time. <laughs> and, and, then, and then the ironic thing is that you're going to cut all of this out yeah. anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm just trying to find yeah, a way yeah. of cutting Bowen out completely without it sounding disjointed, but we're still we're still working on it. Yeah, yeah Duffy, I've got nothing to say this week. <laughs> but uh, Josh, uh, whiskey, whiskey, excellent. Any particular type? <coughs> mm, Texas whiskey. Texas whiskey. Okay, is can. No, I'm not going to get into it. We're going into another topic, so I'm not going to... We're done. We're, we're done. We're done. We're we're all right. So, remember, guys, thanks for listening, and remember to keep it in the chains. Keep it in the chains. Keep it in the chains. K-double-I-T-C. Thanks for listening to In The Chains. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you like the show, please leave us a review. Make sure to check out our YouTube channel to view our round videos and course fly-throughs. And hit subscribe there too. Until next time, keep it in the chains.